This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hello, everybody. UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Hot crowd here for I Love Movies. Um, spelled I L O V E movies, not I'll I. S-L-E <laughs> Movies uh, I love movies I really do That's the theme t- Get it? I love movies um, Hard and Firm theme song I love that theme song And I love that people have to listen to it Over and over again uh, This is the Halloween episode Um but this is I, the thing I was discovering that I liked about like about this podcast uh, occurred to me during the last show, and that is listening to people talk on what is essentially the radio without uh, kooky sound effects and sound bites being plugged in by some dude whose job it is to do that after people say things. 
you know, like that. I just did it with my mouth because I'm a double threat. <laughs> Comedian, m- mouth noisemaker. And, um, uh, but I, I think that's cool. But now, but now I'm also thinking it's fun to have a, like a fart come in after somebody says something. So now I'm torn. I started off, I started off really thinking I was onto something, but maybe people love those noises. I'll try to do some noises during my, my opening joke. So it's Halloween week, which reminded me, ooh, which reminded me that um, I like scary movies. Ah! And uh, I saw um, War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise. I mean, we, we didn't go together. He's in it. And um, I don't know a noise to make when I'm talking about Tom Cruise. Yes! Or no, someone would hit something. You'd suddenly hear, I feel the need. Like that would come on. And, um, and I didn't cut it off before the speed part. <sighs> Lost all enthusiasm for making my own sound effects. So I saw War of the Worlds, and uh, I just wanted to say that that movie scared me, not because it was a scary movie, but because the message was scary. The message of that movie, uh, of course, is don't have kids, because they will slow your ass down (laughs) if you need to run from an alien invasion. They're going to be like, I got to pee. I got to pee. You'll be like, you got to run. You can pee when you're dead. My guest today on I Love Movies is one of the writer-performers from the classic, is it too soon to call it classic, sketch program Mr. Show on HBO and now currently in reruns on, I believe, Comedy Central. He is the co-curator of the weekly live comedy show Comedy Death Ray, which can be seen every Tuesday night right here at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. Please welcome my buddy Scott Ackerman, everybody. Hi, Doug. Hi, Scott Ackerman, everybody. How are you? I'm good, Scott Ackerman, oh. everybody. I've added everybody to your name. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, so this particular episode that we are taping right now, well in advance, is mm. going to air Halloween week. Oh, scary. <laughs> oh, see, you're good at it, too. Yeah. So I'd like to start with the following question. Sure. What's your favorite flower? <laughs> Little Twister Rooney there. No, what are uh, some of the horror movies that you like? I really like Dawn of the Dead. Ooh, yes. Both versions, actually. Me too. I love the new version. Me too. And um, I'm upset that people are mad at yeah, the new Yeah, I don't version. know why people are mad at it. Tarantino um, and Rodriguez, I think, yeah, I don't are get like it. mad I mean, at the new Dawn of the Dead. You know what's weird is I think I do think that uh, how do you make four rooms and get mad at anything? <laughs> <laughs> how do you make two rooms and get mad at anything? Any number of rooms? No, I think I think even twenty years ago, uh, making <laughs> remaking movies was really common because if you look at movies of like the thirties, um, they would remake movies two years later. Oh, every other movie was Mildred Pierce. Yeah. Or the Ghost Breakers, you know. But <laughs> my um, example, I was trying to be stupid. But you had a real one. I don't know what Mildred Pierce is. Maybe just that's why. some <laughs> Be- Betty Davis movie or no. Joan Crawford or some mm. some shithead. Some <laughs> I shit like head. calling those old classic actresses shitheads. That shit's blowing up, you. <laughs> oh, Joan Fontaine, what a shithead! 
<laughs> oh man, did you see her in Gone with the Wind? What a fucking shit, man. <laughs> Oh my God! What is it? Is that oh, implying? Barbara Stanwyck and Double Indemnity? <laughs> shithead! <laughs> what I like about it, is it implying that like her character is a shithead or just her? Judy Garland's a shithead. <laughs> She's probably actually closer to being a shithead than those other examples. Ah, because she was kind of drunk or whatever. <laughs> so you could call her a shithead. Paul Newman, what a shithead! Well, now I'm switching over. Yeah, wait a minute. Into distinguished modern, older modern gentlemen. people. <laughs> oh, what are you looking shit. in the book for? Just coming up with names. Oh, Willem okay. Dafoe, what a shithead. <laughs> is that really? The Willem rest, Dafoe the next is such a shithead. <laughs> the next half hour is just you reading every name oh, in the book. Shithead. Do you think, would you laugh if you pulled up on a car and had a bumper sticker that said Willem Dafoe? <laughs> Willem Dafoe is, is a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would, like, honk the horn and ask him to pull over and say, what is the story behind it? You'd think it was a teaser advert for, um, yeah, you heard me, advert, uh, for, for for a movie called The Shitheads. Yes. And there's several bumper stickers that say each cast yeah. member is a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Jane Curtin is a shithead. for years for shitheads to come out. <laughs> and you'd and be you'd like, die whatever happened to that shithead... Willem Dafoe movie and people would go no he's just not liked <laughs> he's just a shithead there was he's mass produced Willem Dafoe as a shithead but also for me it'd be a way to get it out there I it's nails on a chalkboard when someone says William Dafoe yeah. it makes me so unhappy so maybe if you I put why? it on my car more people would Must start be. calling him Willem it's because you said it once a long time ago and you hate yourself I don't think I ever got that one wrong, but mm. I have gotten names wrong. Like what? You know, where you where you really, with all the confidence in the world, you say a name in front of somebody, and then it's totally wrong. Or yeah. You're either pronouncing it wrong or you're just saying the wrong person. Oh, remember that argument we got into about the word and how it was pronounced? They said it on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh, what word was it? It was uh, integral, which they were saying. They said integral. Integral. Right. And you... I was like, it's integral, bitch. You were, yeah, you were like, why are they keep repeating the word integral? Because they t- said it three times on the yeah, show. Yeah. And I said, well, it can be pronounced both ways. And you said, no, it cannot! <laughs> Not, but if, by pronouncing it both ways, you mean our gays are allowed to say it. Yes. <laughs> yes. But then then I sent you a dictionary listing that's, that proved it could be said both ways, and you got really mad at me over the phone. And you said, not I in my dictionary. Yeah, not in my dictionary. Yeah. Not in my Leonard Malton book. It doesn't You're say that. Very upset. Yeah, well, I wasn't smoking pot back then, so that could have had something to do you with it. You weren't smoking pot back then? I swear you were. Yeah, I was probably very high at the time. Oh, do we have to say that I for legal know. reasons? Yeah, for legal reasons. Okay, no, you weren't smoking pot at all. No, we don't have to say that. When did you start? Smoking pot? When I was 27. <laughs> so should I say how many years ago that is? No. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a lot. So, yeah. We, and we've only known each other for... No, I definitely was... You were smoking I, I may not have smoked pot and called you up and yelled at you about Integral. And that's how... True. That's how... It's like, I've had people yell at me about coupon and coupon. Right. And, uh, Why? What do you say? I don't care either way. Oh, yeah. But Integral, I have, a, I have very strong feelings about very strong. I think it's... Tell my ear hole that. I think it's integral to the use of the word to pronounce it that way. We actually, on Mr. Show, 
uh, Dino doing a voiceover said integral, which is a big pet peeve of mine. Right. Integral, because people say that all the time. And he said it on a voiceover, and I pointed it out, and he was like, I don't care. And so it's there in the show forever, and it bugs me every time I hear it. But couldn't it be, like, construed as funny, funny mispronunciation? No, because I think he was supposed to be an intelligent person saying the word. Integral. An integral part. I hate it. Integral. And that's why I think on Buffy they were saying integral. Because it's easier to say? They all, in their lives, they probably were saying integral all the time. And then someone's like, hey, you're mispronouncing it. You can't say it. It's so they're integral. like, can, can I just say integral? So now you're saying that it probably is a much lesser preferred pronunciation. It's just for idiots to use. That's exactly what I'm saying, Doug. Okay. I don't know. Good. I feel I feel some closure. All these years, I really kept a lot bottled in about our you did. integral argument. Obviously, it was me. You didn't even remember it. I mean, you know what I'm going to do? What? Say integral from now on. Yes. I'm going to fucking run the other way with it. Do it. Let's you, start an integral club. You pass me the ball. I'm taking Someone it. Someone whispering did to Did the us? entire audience leave? Is that what happened? That was just a really boring section. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. We really stank it up with the... In- Maybe they have strong feelings about it in- integral. I guess so. Or maybe they don't have strong know feelings have. we should move on. Well, that just brings me to an interesting point. Did you ever see the movie Integral? Integral? In- <laughs> they could never name a movie that because yeah, then everyone would mispronounce everyone, it. Yeah. I was shocked that they called that uh, NASCAR movie Talladega Nights. Yeah, that is one that I kept going around saying Talladega. <laughs> and Talladegar. You sound like a five-year-old when you say it. Talladega. <laughs> Why do I sound like a five-year-old? It sounds like a five-year-old pr- mispronouncing something. Alligator. <laughs> sounds like, a, like he's trying to say alligator. <laughs> alligator. I was, I was bit by a Talladega. <laughs> Still too soon after Steve Irwin. Oh, Steve, to, they're, uh, they're not going to broadcast to make that those footage, jokes. Doug. Not going to broadcast it. I'm glad they're not going to broadcast it. Do you want to yeah. see it? You know, once, uh, remember that big freeway shooting where the guy pulled his car over and set fire to his car and his dog yeah. and ran out and blew his head off with a yeah. shotgun and it was all on the news? Yeah. Uh, I was at the office that day and didn't get a chance to see it. And so we were at the, you know, we were working on the show at the time and we were like, hey, we have friends who can get that footage and we, we got it. And I don't want to see stuff like that ever again. It was horrible. You looked at that one. Yeah, yeah. We watched it. We were like, ah, this is going to be great. Guy blowing his head off. And he did it, and it was (laughs) bummer time. Yeah, because it's it's really violent, and it's also a a person just blew his own head off. You, you don't get that As a, uh, I'm just watching a the movie violence, it's a guy blowing his head off yeah but you don't right. get that I'm watching a movie yeah. thing that you get to feel yeah in a movie Even when they blow people's heads off like yeah, that great scene with uh, Willem H. Macy um, right in, in Boogie Nights um, where he takes out the gun and goes eh, boom bloosh. Right. like the, the the brains always look so great yeah they look awesome but when, almost edible yeah yeah but when a guy does it for reals he's I don't know what. What is there? Less blood or something? Or I don't. Uh, I think it? I think we were not awesome. I think first of all, I think we were more bummed out about the setting on fire stuff. Yeah, I don't than anything. That's great. Have you ever seen any of those faces of death things? Where I've seen guys running on real guy running on fire footage. Uh, and I, I, never, I don't like it. I never I like it. it. But did you ever see that one footage of the guy jumping out of the plane and his chute doesn't open? 
this no, this was awesome. So. And he has a camera on him because right. he was taping himself jump out of the plane. He right. starts going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then he hits the ground and lives. He hits the ground. Nothing's wrong with him. And he's like, well, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. He starts going, oh, I'm alive. And he like jumps up and he's like, yeah, I'm alive. And he was perfectly fine. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing? I was hoping there was some more of a twist at the end. No. He was then a dog set him on fire. Oh, yeah. At uh, Fisherman's Wharf. <laughs> well, we're going back uh, to last week's show. Yeah. Last week was a great show. By oh, the way. it was amazing. Mike yeah. Blyden, the energy, yeah. the fire. <laughs> That's his nickname, the energy, the fire. <laughs> yeah. It's Michael, kind of a weird energy, nickname. I mean, it kind of takes the energy and fire out of you just having to say both. I like it. You don't, usually people don't have nicknames like that. Like the, People have nicknames like the Bammer or something. That's Maria Bamford. Right. But to have Michael, the energy, the fire, <laughs> Blyden. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Because you can go... What's, what's up, T-E-T-F? <laughs> and, and I would have to take that long to think of it every time. So it'd be like... You could just say Tedif. When he's walking towards me, I'll just like go into a white panic. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up, T... Fuck. <laughs> hey, the energy, the fire. Then you, have to, then you have to say the whole thing after you couldn't get the initials right. I am hoping, actually... Here comes, here comes fucking T... Oh, here comes the energy. I'm hoping that it sticks and gets in your movie somehow now to where in the credits he's the energy. Well, that'd be... The fire. That'd be that'd just be a great <laughs> card on a movie directed by yeah. Michael, the energy, the fire, blood. <laughs> hey, you know what card I saw on a movie that I've never seen? He's in like... It means... It sounds like he's... <laughs> you'll remember. <laughs> Go ahead. I saw uh, anyway. a card in Jackass number two. I've never seen it in a movie before, which was Beer Provided By. I don't think there's ever been a movie that has Oh, had yeah, that. maybe not. No. Can you think of one? Other than Strange Brew, maybe? Right, or Artie Lang's Beer Fest. <laughs> or Beer League. Beer Lake? Beer. <laughs> Artie Lang's Beer Lake. Hey, what happens is he lives yeah. in a house on the lake, and he puts uh, a beer in the mailbox. Right. And a girl gets two her beer later. two years later, yeah. but it's full of vomit. Really? Yeah, there's no beer in the can. It's just a, it's just a can full of vomit. That's a good prank. Artie Lang's a genius. Oh, beer house. No, was, he has a movie called Artie Lang's Beer League. 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 Oh, okay. League. Leak. And there's also a beer fest by the Broken Lizard guys. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. There those, are posters those were both out a while ago, I, I, I had no idea what it was. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the posters were out, but the, the, uh, the awareness was low. Mm-hmm. So you just look at the poster and go, the poster, I refuse to be aware of this. The poster actually looked like a beer poster, which I think was to its detriment. What are you looking at? Mm. The time? I'm checking the time. I keep a, you know. Hmm. Close watch on that time of mine. Um, according to IMDb, yes, sir. You played a character called Mr. Hollywood Pants in something called That Darn Punk. Yes, one of my many film roles, Mr. Hollywood Pants. Is that uh, that's a Vandal's thing? Yeah, my friend Joe Escalante, who's the morning person on Indie One Hundred Three, is also in, in a punk yes. band and also makes movies. 
and we were old friends, and he asked me to be in a couple. He makes films, and what does he do? Does he sell them as shows, or do they just go to no, video? or he, fan well, club? You know, he owns his own label, so he right. puts them out through the label, and then he, he also creates a soundtrack for them. And sometimes the soundtrack, they sell them both, so you buy the movie and the soundtrack. So if you're interested in the soundtrack, you also get the movie for free and vice versa. And usually the soundtrack version does way better, but they get the movie for free, and it counts towards you know how many he's right. Sold. So he's moving some units. Yeah, that's nice. And then a few years later, you you, you reunited with them. That's right. To appear in felt Cake, so good. Cake Boy. Cake Boy, yeah, which is actually not a bad movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's not bad at all for a really bad. <laughs> not it's not. No, good it's funny, but uh, you know uh, who, who else is in Patton's in that and uh, Brian Posehn and Bob Odenkirk and a lot of fun yeah, people. yeah, that's a lot of a lot of fun people. Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. My friend Warren wrote this. I get this all the time. I get people saying, "Hey, do you want to read my script?" And he was one of those people, and I was like, "Oh, just really bumming." That I, a good friend, I had to tell him that a script sucked. Right, right. But it was really funny. So well, it's nice of you to assume your good friend wrote a shitty script. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not a writer; he's a guitarist. No, he wouldn't know how to use like the word integral, for instance. <laughs> good callback. But my favorite Scott Ackerman movie role. Yes. Young Nigel, in Austin Powers in Goldmember. That's right. Oh, behave! You were at the premiere of that, were you not? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you were the only person who could point me out in the movie. What do you mean? Well, everyone else who went to see me in it was like, where were you? Were you cut out? But you actually were like, no, he was... He was Michael Caine, young Michael Caine, with his back to the camera mostly? Or? Yeah, that uh, I, I auditioned for it, and I had a, a scene. You had a <clears throat> sweet-ass Michael Caine impression. Right. And then I went to the set, and I met Jay and Mike Myers... And they were rehearsing that scene where he does the leg splits or whatever. And I met them and talked to them for a while. And they were like, all right, well, so let's take a look to see if you're right for this role. I was like, oh, I thought I had it right. They go, turn around. And I turned around with my back to them. They go, perfect. Right. All right, you're cast. And that was when I found out that I would have my back to the camera the entire movie. And never get to say anything. Well, yeah, an entire movie is kind of a stretch. It's about. I was five in seconds. all all two hours of that movie with my back to the camera. I'm talking about me why is that character it? always around with his back to the camera? And in some scenes, there's the version of him with his back to the camera and one that's talking straight to the other characters. Because what that's what, bizarre that there's always a Michael Caine double in every shot. What ended up happening was they ended up using a clip from an old Michael Caine movie of the '60s. Right. And, and for the front shots... I'd guess Pulp, if I had to guess. Mm. You don't have to. And uh, <laughs> Well, it's good that I don't have to, because <laughs> that could have been wrong. You very well could have. Look it up in the Malton. Why would it be in the Malton? Uh, pulp would be in the Malton, because it's an old Michael Caine yeah, movie. So look it up. Would it say, in it years was in the future, a clip was used. Fun fact. In Goldmember. Yes, why not? The original title of which was Octo-Twat. Oh, that's right. What was it? It was uh, something dirtier. Oct yeah, 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 it was octo. Octo vagina. Gold pussy, maybe. Golden pussy. Golden pussy. Something. I don't something remember. Something they couldn't get away with. But gold member was fine. Yeah. The MPAA. But you know what was what was cool about that movie was Jay was so nice. He was like the most beloved man of anyone on any set I've ever been on. Like Jay Roach, director. Yeah, every single person rhapsodized about him. And I found out why, because I'm in this basically shit role as an extra, practically. But he keeps on asking me for opinions on how to shoot the scene and for stuff to happen in the scene. What about 
Did he ask you for opinions on how to fuck Susanna Hoffs from the Bengals? <laughs> I wish. Because I would have. Because that's his lady. Yeah. That's why I like him. Yeah. His movies, no. not so much, but I like that he's married You don't to like her. his movies? Meet the Fockers? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I did. Uh, it's not my thing. I did a day of punch up on that. Yeah. And did you write the, the, cat, the cat scene? No, I did not. Actually, what's the, funny the, is the, I, I went to the movie to see what what was, uh, you know, what made it and zero. Oh, all the stuff you came up with in your Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, zero percent. They were careful not to have too many jokes in that movie. <laughs> what's weird is I got the script and I was like, boy, this needs a lot of work. And so our punch-up session, like, we didn't actually pitch a lot of jokes. We were just talking about the script and why it didn't work. Right. And he was like... Wow, this is really great. I usually hate punch-up sessions, but this has been really informative. Thank you so much. And then I went to see the movie, and it was exactly the same. <laughs> and the audience loved it. So what this do I know? This punch-up session taught me that we have perfection, and there's yeah. no reason to fuck with it. The other thing he did at the punch-up session was it was the first time I'd seen him since Austin Powers, and I'm thinking he's not going to remember me. And he walks in the room and goes, "Hey, I remember you," and I'm stoked. And we do the entire eight-hour punch-up session. And at the end, he says, all right, man, so maybe I'll uh, see you again, you know. And he mimes playing basketball. And he thought I was some dude he Right, some guy he plays with. basketball with. Yeah. Or your performance as Michael Caine's back. Was Slam very- dunk. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would fucking gay. always nail it. I would very gay. <laughs> it was either very, very gay or a slam dunk, yeah. Did that? Will that make sense on the podcast without seeing the gesture? Oh yeah, I hope so. I described it very well. Because you can't tell the aristocrats joke on a podcast, right? Because you can't do this at the end. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever Drew Carey did with his arm, you can't do it. <laughs> um, let's play Leonard Malton. Let's do it. You want me to pick? We've got. Let me check the time. By my count, we've got eight minutes to play Leonard Malton. Might be uh, a little. That's a long. Might time. be a little too long for Leonard Malton. Do you want to talk about anything else? Yeah. Tell me what happened. Tell me. <laughs> Give me the behind-the-scenes gossip Oh, of what? on Shark Tale. <laughs> Shark Tale, a movie I co-wrote. Yeah. Although, <laughs> no, not credited. Um, I'm credited as additional writer. Oh, okay. But It didn't come up on your IMDb today. IMDb, IMDb. IMDb does not allow that credit in it. I don't know what? why. I've, I've actually tried to put it in because... Every time you go take a meeting with anyone, they, they to get to know who you are before you come in, they look up your IMDb page. So I've tried to put it on there so they don't think I'm lying or whatever. Right. Because I bring it up all the time. Um, but they won't take it. I don't know why. Because it's not an official WGA credit, maybe. Huh. Additional writer. Because it's weird. I mean, they take they take anything anybody submits. No, but I've part. tried to submit it a couple times. But uh, yeah, Shark Tale was. Really interesting because I got to know Jeffrey Katzenberg really well, who is a crazy little man who talks like this all the time. And he used to call me and BJ the two fuckers. He go, "Those two fuckers, get over here!" But he was—he had these really. And that's what he calls any pair of people. That's true. Or his balls. If it, or his pair of dicks. <laughs> these two fuckers. <laughs> Wait till you meet these two fuckers. I'm going to double dick you like you've never been double dicked. And then I wanted to say like an actress's name at the end and I couldn't think of one fast Barbara enough. Stanwyck. That shithead. I'm going to double dick you, Barbara Stanwyck, you shithead. Let's move on. Oh, man. That shithead uh, thing was so much fun. Willem right. Dafoe is a shithead. <laughs> I swear that's such a great bumper sticker. He'd laugh, right? 
<laughs> you should really make them now. You should really make them, and you, you should you should sell them and see how popular. is a shithead. <laughs> and hopefully, you would, with somebody, hopefully so you would see him at some point. Why? He'd be like, why do you have that? Or hopefully, actually, you'd pass them out, and so many people would have them on their car, and you would, and you would hear stories about it. Oh, shit, shithead. You're I in? didn't like that movie, American Dreams. Did you see that? Wait, what, where he played Cheney? He played the Cheney-like figure in American Dreams. Oh, Dreams no. with a Z. What? Forget it. <laughs> Let's talk Is about that the, the American Idol one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that American Idol thing that got American Idol all wrong? And right. that's like the that's the po- that's the you, you know, know that's what, I, what the movie is like a satire about is American Idol and they just don't it's like they didn't watch American Idol yeah. to to do it. It's like the punchline of American Idol movies. Yes. And I don't mean punchline, I mean punchline right. in the movie. I know it's a tricky yeah. sentence to navigate, but Yeah. You did um, it. Next I time if you ever say it again, it's like the punchline starring Tom Hanks Starman, yeah. of American Idol movies. And Sally Field. You can't forget Sally Field. You can. Just, People no. like her. They really really they, they like really her. They really do. Yeah. They really. She's That's on that new reference. show with Kalista Flockhart. They don't get along, mother and daughter. You're kidding. They're at they're at Tinterhooks or whatever that hey, you know what is. movie I saw that's going to be out around this time is Borat. It's going to be out while we're while this around is podcasting. This, yeah, yeah. And did you like it? Oh, it's amazing. It's going to kick my your, wife. <laughs> it'll kick. That's your, my Borat impression begins and ends with my wife. That's all I say. Really good. But I love saying it. Yeah. My wife. It's just my fun wife. when you're like just sitting around somewhere to just you blurt it go, out. You should just go and scream that out at the screen. People enjoy that kind of thing. <clears throat> What does Borat say? My wife. <laughs> Call back from my the previous wife. show. My wife. Wife. My wife. Wife. My wife. Wife. Do you think I should have said ball and chain? <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, Thank you ready you. to play? Mm-hmm. Nin- Let's play Leonard Malton. 1986. 1986 is the year. Pop staples. Pops staples? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would know it from that. You would? Yes, I would. Just because it's such an unusual name and you, it's a movie you like and you I've never give seen me more clues. I've never seen this movie. And you'd know it from Pops yes, staples? Yes. All right. Uh, Alex Alias. El- El- Elias. Alex Elias. I don't know. No one knows who that is. All right, let me move on. Yeah. S- Spalding Gray. Spalding Gray. I'm just going to whisper the names back to you and go on. Spalding Gray. Spalding Gray. Annie McEnroe. Annie McEnroe. No? <laughs> no. I don't Swo- know who Annie Swoos- McEnroe is. Swoozy Kurtz. Oh, Swoozy. The Swoos. <laughs> the Swoozinator. <laughs> what a shithead. The Swoos. The Swoostica. <laughs> hey, that was going. Why'd you have to? Um, Swoozy Kurtz and, and Spalding Gray. Keep going. John Goodman. Oh. John Goodman was... He's been in a few movies. 1986. Before his rise to fame, I would say. Oh, that's what you'd say? What another you name? This one will give it away. Oh, really? Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! John Goodman's second build, but it was before he was... Uh-huh. This is his biggest role somebody? to date, as I recall. Wow. 1986. What were you doing in 1986? Just what wasn't I doing? Um, why is that a clue? I don't know. Give me the last name. David Byrne. Oh. 
What was that Talking Heads movie? True Stories. There you go. Shit. True Stories. Did anybody else know that? Okay. That was a really big part, but it was also kind of a, just a weird movie. Pop Staples. Uh, Did you like it? Sings in it. Uh, oh, Pop Staples is a singer that yeah, yeah, yeah. is in the movie? Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it? I've never seen it. All right. Give me another one. That was, that was one? abysmal. We've got, Sorry. we've got one minute. Oh, good. No, that was that was that was a good one. I, I don't mind. Be, I don't mind. If being the audience stumped. is any indication, it was a great one. I don't mind being stumped. Uh, all right. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Nineteen hundred mm-hmm. and eighty-nine. God, I was hoping it was nineteen hundred because I know most of the movies that came out. <laughs> it was a good year. That one of that train. Well, being that, chased by a hobo. Did you see that futuristic movie that came out in 1900? 1901? Uh, which one? Uh, Futuropolis? No, 1901. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, it came out in 1900. A lot of really on-the-money predictions <laughs> in that movie. They had jetpacks. <laughs> and, um, okay, go ahead. All right. 1986 again? 89. 89, okay. Ving Rhames. Ooh, he's low on the list? Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Dave. No, sir. Fuck. That was a good guess, though, right? Dave. Dave, okay. the Kevin Klein president yeah. movie in 1989? I don't know what year Come Dave on. came out, but I, I know Ving Rhames was in it. Uh, Sam Robards. Uh, okay, keep going. Eric King. Hmm. There's always one that comes out of, after a couple known names. You go, what? Uh-huh. Eric King was in that? Yeah. Okay, keep going. Thuy Thule. Who? Thuy Thule. <laughs> that sounds like a clue. Okay, it Keep is. Going. John Leguizamo. Why did you go? Santa <laughs> Guthamo. John Leguizamo. Continue. No. Sam okay. Robards. Fing Rames. Okay, keep going. John C. Riley. Does it begin with the letter C? It does. But you're looking at the book right now, so you... Well, yeah, as I looked at it, but I, I already had a guess. Okay. Does it have the word casual in the title? It does. Well, <laughs> a, a variation of that word. Casualties of War. Correct. Yeah, hey, right? Doug. Yeah. The last two are Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox. Oh, that wasn't that good then. But, I, yeah, our Leguizamo always, you know... Legs. That's always a good cl- clue for me. Yeah. Leggy. I think his name was the, is the last name only if you're talking about the pest. He's always I remember always the pest. supporting roles. That was that, that had a lot of trailers away. for a long time. The pest that was going to be they his pushed big, it really hard. They thought it was going to be like breakout. he was going to be the next the Jim next, Carrey. Yeah, kind of thing. isn't that weird that John Leguizamo would be considered the next Jim Carrey? Well, like someone, knowing where someone his, tried to consider him as that, but yeah. you know, didn't work out. But he's you know he's doing a lot of great work. I love him. We're talking about. Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> we could have totally... <laughs> we could have totally just gone out on the high on the of, of... Oh, on Shithead? On Shithead. Ten we minutes ago, we should have yeah. just quit? Not ten, but like five minutes Whenever ago. Whenever it was? Yeah, yeah, No, I want, we wanted to play the game, because it's a fun game. Yeah, always I want, I want leaves to them take laughing. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey, everybody, uh, let's give a warm whatever to... <laughs> My guest today, Mr. Scott Ackerman. Thank you. That's why I do it for all of this. We sh- the, the dead weight of the team of Ackerman and, and PJ Porter. 
You mean blowjob? Blowjob porter. <laughs> that will porter. not make sense to anyone now. Because <laughs> it's People next week. People are going <laughs> It's next week. Oh, well, now they have a reason to listen next week. <laughs> they can tune in next week to find out what the hell that was about. <laughs> wow, that's fun. I, I never thought we could get cliffhangers into this clue. thing. What does blowjob mean? It's exciting. Mean? It's like an Easter egg. But you, don't, you just wait a whole week and then click on one thing. You don't have to search for it. <laughs> Until next time, this is Doug Benson saying, Goobers. Now it's time for Doug to watch another Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.